Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Welcome back Congrats, to the Run Dot Down post game show here on the Strickland YouTube channel. If you're listening to this the day after Strickland Podcast Network, the Knicks beat the breaks off the Brooklyn Nets 121 to 102. Um, there will not be any complaining tonight. So if you're here for that, I don't know. We'll go rewatch. Go rewatch another post game show <laughs> from before. Um, before we get into all that, though, all the major pro sports are in action this week with the college football playoffs ready to, to kick off. Bet Online is your number one destination for all your sports wagering info, including news for pro football, the NBA, upcoming fights, and NHL games this season. Head to the website today to get into the action and see all the updated odds for the week. Remember to use promo code BLEAV, that's B-L-E-A-V, to receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. Um, really good game from the Knicks, taking care of business versus a team that, you know, they should be, and that's always a good thing for the for the Knicks. You never want to see them in these dogfights with these teams. Um, but, yeah, I mean, straight out the gate, I think Julius Randle, um, Hartenstein and DiVincenzo really set the tone. Um, DiVincenzo hitting open threes, Hartenstein on the glass. Um, you know, the guys, the guys getting out into transition. We really don't get transition points all, all that often. Um, and I feel like we had a lot more, a lot more today. I feel like at one point we had like what twenty plus transition points. Um, we had a lot. I stopped counting up. Yeah. yeah. But it's always good to see the Knicks get into get out into transition because easier baskets is better for the offense. Um, but yeah, I just thought those three guys. Um, I guess we can start with those three and then branch off from the rest. There, I mean, we had a good game from Quickly. We had good games from Josh Hart. We even had Taj Gibson cameo for about thirteen minutes. Um, so you know, all the good stuff in a Knicks blowout. Um, so yeah, where do you guys want to start, um, Tyrese? Where do you want to start when you start want to start with your favorite player? Uh, no, I mean, like, in general, you said they set the tone, and the tone was that, because it was on demon time from Tip. Um, I had to use the lights. Uh, aside from that, I mean, yeah. <laughs> aside from that, I mean, not much to complain about this game. Uh, I think DiVincenzo was arguably their best player tonight. Um, I know that Rando had a really efficient game in the paint once again. But the way that Diva Chacho kind of just blew it open in the third, um, I tweeted it at some point. I'm like, they set up the tripod and had rose petals on the bed and took a honey pack, and that's kind of how this game went. Because they just got slotted out. Um, and a lot of that was just Diva Chacho. Once again, hitting five threes. Uh, he smoked the layup, but he still went three of five from two-point range, which is like... You, you know how he smoked it? It's because he, he tried to do a normal left-handed layup instead of trying to do his inside <laughs> fucking backwards right-hand layup. <laughs> I don't know. I think that they set a record for, like, backwards layups tonight. I don't know why. It was, like, grind. You had, had this, like, insane one that went in. Dude, when he put that up, I was like, are you fucking good shot? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, but, like, otherwise, just... Really solid game from DiVincenzo. Really setting the tone. A value member of the program. Um, 23 points in 22 minutes is a good night at the office for our resident white boy. Um, of course, Julius uh, 
three-time all-star Julius Randle, the agenda thrives, lives, keeps on breathing. Um, I wish he would hit a three, though. It, it's been bad. He's going to be, like, below 30% after this game, which is no bueno. But otherwise, I mean, 9 of 16 from two-point range, 8 of 9 from the free-throw line, good numbers all around. Uh, I think... He tried to be more active as a passer than I think I've seen him in, like, recent memory. Like, he's been a decent passer, but I feel like he actively tried to, like, get RJ involved and look for DiVincenzo. He had a couple, of like, behind-the-back passes, like one that Taj fumbled and another one that, um I think, Hardstein was able to capitalize on. But, like, really solid game from him, just kind of, like, really whole-home production at this point. It's like, I expect him to have a baseline of competence now with this new shot chart that he's had. And he's been giving it every night so it's good to see that from him and then Hartenstein like you said like 10 rebounds um five offensive rebounds made Nick Claxton look pedestrian um he always looks pedestrian though I think there was a conversation I won't put about Nick Claxton versus Mitch Robinson and he's not even better than the backup center in New York so those can hopefully go to die but yeah good game all around no complaints yeah um I mean that was that was just a dominant victory. That's really all you could say. Like they they even had like five minute stretches in each, each half where they were trolling, and the closest that that's got I think was like four, four, right? Yeah. So they yeah. never even had the ball back with the chance to take the lead or anything. Um, that was just an impressive victory all around. I thought Divincenzo was awesome to start the game. Rand, I thought Randall, Divincenzo, and Hartenstein really set the tone. Uh, right from the right from the jump, and um, look, RJ Barrett deserves a lot of credit. I thought his defense on Mikal Bridges was awesome tonight. Like he pretty much had him covered um, anytime Mikal put it on the floor. Obviously, it helped that Mikal also just didn't make any fucking open shots. But like, I don't I don't remember any of those open shots generally being like, oh well. RJ fucked up a rotation. There was like one I can remember and it was just kind of a tough one in transition. But aside from that, I just thought he played really well and um, defensively, offensively, some weird stuff in transition from him and some weird post-up things. But like, you know, it's like if the defense is that good, you're going to be fine with that. Uh, Obviously you would love to see him get his three point shooting back. I, and you've got to think it like he's shooting the ball so well right now from the free throw line that it's kind of hard to believe that the three point percentage won't get back to something more reasonable than it's been lately. But like, yeah, that's clearly just a struggle right now. Uh, but yeah, I, I just wanted to shout him out because I thought his defense was really, really good. Like Jordan Debub mentioned here um, in the comments. So um, yeah, that was that, I, I, again like there's really nobody. I, I thought Grimes was like drunk or something in the first half. And then the second half, he was good. So everybody contributed positively in this game, even Taj, who looked like he needed, like, fucking two... An IV bag. Yeah, like an <laughs> IV bag, an oxygen tank, fucking, who knows, like a shot of Henny or something. I don't know. So he needed to wake the fuck up. He needed but... to stop running for the frequent yeah. in the morning. Yeah. One of the great lies ever told. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's so quiet in New York City at 7 in the morning. Oh across the Bridge. <laughs> I'm sorry, that's like such an outrageous lie. And for what? Like, what did you gain like, from it? That's that's like up there with the LeBron. Like, oh yeah, I looked at my boys and I said seventy. 
Sucks. I forgot about that one. That one's actually that might actually be better than the Kobe one. The sucks one might be better than the Kobe one. Because <laughs> it's so ridiculous. Uh but yeah, look, he everybody in this in this game contributed. And Randall, uh look, I, I I'm gonna just stay on this because ultimately like Everything we're seeing from now, right from him right now, is great, and this feels like the best, most sustainable version of Julius that we've seen so far in his time in New York, for sure. Since he randomly decided to become an All NBA level player, um, but like it's going to obviously come down to how it translates in the playoffs. But forgetting that, you know, like I, I'm totally guilty of this, but like forgetting what the long term kind of like goal is and what we're trying to figure out with him and the team and all that stuff just judging him as a regular season player right like this version of him is the best 82 game version of him i don't even think it's close like he hasn't even been particularly efficient and it almost like it's like because he's just playing so strong inside like it, it just doesn't even matter that he's not making threes and he's draining his free throws right now he's in a good zone there so it's, i don't even know what his percentage is but it's probably up to like his uh, career average was- at this point on the season? Um, yeah. Um, uh, I think it's at 75%. Okay. So he's like right around his career average. All right. 74. Right? 74. Yeah. So he's right. He's he's getting there. Um, but th- this is just like, I mean, tonight was a joke for him. Like anytime he wanted to go to the bucket and score, he got to the bucket and scored. There was that possession where he made mid-cal bridges look like his, his absolute. Yes. Correct. Um <laughs> And and I, even Wally on the on the broadcast is like, yeah, Mikal is just looking over to his, the sidelines saying, I can't do anything there. Like shrugging his shoulders. Yeah, it, it's just, dude, that was that was an incredible. Just like again, he, I don't even. This isn't even close to me in terms of as good as the Lakers' performance, but like it didn't need to be, and he didn't force it at all. Like he he was really really comfortable today. Um, Brunson had this weird stretch in the third quarter. And even when he came back into the fourth, where he was just like, I need to prove that I can score Nick Claxton. And I'm like, well, what if you just don't do that? What if you like, what if you don't? Um, but he, he, yeah, he was fine. You could definitely see him and Hart. I, I, I don't think it's a coincidence how much like DiVincenzo and Hart were fucking like ready to go from the jump. Like as soon as both those guys, whenever they got in the game, they were like, you know, it, it was ridiculous watching how hard they were playing. Um, Brunson's defense tonight, watch some of his stuff fighting over screens. He had, he, there were stretches of the game where he was on bridges. He did a good job. Um, Everybody did I, a good job on bridges yeah. tonight. Shit. <laughs> the, the rim did also a very good job on bridges. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like, again, Hartenstein was awesome. Quickly, first half, I felt like he was scoring well, but it just felt like very disjointed, that group. Second half, I thought he was fantastic i thought it was really really good um obviously it helps when you make shots but his defense was really good tonight throughout and then like you know like again even todge came in really there's really nothing bad to say about this game and even like i I tweeted it but tibbs even got to troll everybody got to complete his troll and play josh hart at the five for like a minute and a half in the fourth quarter which was hilarious like we legit had a lineup i think it was hart grimes quickly brunson and it wasn't rj was it deuce I don't remember who it was, but it was definitely another small. Yeah, it might have been. I don't know who it was, but it was, it was probably Divincenzo, right? That's where it was. Um, 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. So quickly, DiVincenzo, Brunson, Grimes, Hart. Like, that was definitely the lineup for a minute, minute and a half. And I was like, this is, like, Tibbs is, this is, he was smiling in the fourth quarter when he got the call that, like, they made the right call and quickly got fouled. You know, he was, he was, look, I get it. He probably, it looked like they knew exactly what the Nets game plan was. They looked prepared the whole game. Um, and that's all you can really ask for. I, I mean, they, they played super fucking well. They played really hard. They finished the road trip now, what, three and two? Honestly, should have mm-hmm. been four and one, but, you know, it happens. Easily been five and oh. Yeah. Well, I don't know. That clip. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah I, 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 I forgot about that game. I kind of yeah. went off my memory. Yeah, well, you know, I, we know your your head's not in the game anymore, Sam. So, alrighty. <laughs> Congratulations to Sam once again. Uh, never mind. It's been a great day for the Strickland, you know, Jeff. Oh, that's it. Why? Sam is happily married. Like, I'm <laughs> not married. What the hell? <laughs> I just think it's fucked up. He didn't invite us. I for didn't real. get married. That's insane. I would have gotten a flight, dog. All right. Anyways, let's, let's let's get back to basketball. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, usually we have something to complain about by now, but we don't have anything to complain about because it was a beatdown of a inferior team. Um, I mean, wanted to complain about those fucking jerseys the Nets had on. Eh. Those are those are some whack ass jerseys. I'm sorry. Like, what were they thinking? Like, why would you say I've timed it up for you to big parlay as accurate as hell? <laughs> what happened? Chris Bernhardt's comment. <laughs> All right. All right. <laughs> That's insane. That's real. That's insane. The court, I didn't think, I actually didn't think the court that was. But the court bad. was solid. The jersey. Yeah, I like, I like the bubble bee in the middle. That was cool. Yeah, but like I don't know what they would think. The bubble nets just make no sense on it. If it was like a regular font nets with it, it might have been better. But like it was a collab with cause, so I kinda understand what the concept was there. Yeah, but like I need I need cause to stop making jerseys and just make figures. And collaborations with Uniqlo. True. Sure. Shout out those t shirts. Um all right, let's go through some of these comments then. Um let's see. Wow. No, my class Damn. did not make those jerseys. <laughs> Damn. Uh, <laughs> so this is this is from uh Billy Reinhardt forgetting oh, all of his other great, stupid tweets. Great account. Yeah, really good Nets account. Definitely follow him. Uh but Bridges is now 30 of 94, 32% across the last six games for Brooklyn. Bridges as big of a reason as any for the Nets' recent one and five slide. I mean, yeah, it, it, this is like Julius level shit. Where stuff like the the starting, of, like that the start of the season for Julius, that's like goes the percentages, right? And I guess, um, you know, they just don't have the supporting cast that uh, Julius does to to make up for it. Unfortunately, that sucks. Must be tough. What happened to the great Cam Thomas? I mean, yeah, he like he he just does nothing but shoot. So, Did and somehow, him? some way, he had like. Fucking twenty points on eighteen yeah, shots. The, the emptiest, most pointless twenty points you'll ever see. Yeah, he twenty and uh, five game. You're just like, okay. Yeah, it just didn't. Who cares, right? Like, it it just felt like anytime they actually decided, like, okay, no, 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 we need to get some stops here. That was that, and and it was you know, look, I, aside from some 
that weird stretch at the start of the second quarter where like the defense wasn't great, but also they were just making all kinds of fucking bullshit from three. Um, and then a stretch kind of like towards after they built the lead up 20 in the third quarter, they basically just controlled this game. I mean, they, they Tyrese explained earlier exactly what they did. So yeah, very explicitly. <laughs> I'm just going to keep it. If it's, also, what the hell is with us getting all these um, flopping technicals? I feel like we're the only team that gets them. Did, did you see Josh Hart was greeting with him too? Yeah, he tried to. But yeah, it was a very old man. It was like that was. Like, uh, yeah. Hart I tried to gritty. Yeah, that was like me. Like, hey, kids, what's up? <laughs> Look at Hello, me, fellow youths. <laughs> Do you want to see my band? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, IQ hitting gritty after darting the nets and the bullshit tech was hilarious. Yeah, I, I the funniest thing is him, like you know it was bullshit because he one, he wasn't complaining for a foul. And two, he like did not he didn't know. Like he literally had He was no like idea. celebrating, he was like chest pumping with <laughs> they had to tell like him like Hart, I, think was, I think Hart had to tell him. Hart had to be like when they were doing the gritty thing, I think Hart was like, hey, you Yo, you just gotta tech. <laughs> That might have been his. I think that might be his first tech. That has to be his first tech. Yeah, and it's no, not even like a real tech. Yeah, because you know IQ is not like yelling at people or cursing yeah. anybody out. He's, he's like, like yelling you know scriptures the, at them. Yeah, yeah. He's like, you know what the Lord says. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I love this comment here. Second tech. Um, second. Second. He he, he got a tech in twenty twenty one against the Heat. That was a rough year. I understand. I, I want to know what that was. Or maybe that, I feel like that's probably some bullshit, like delay a game one or something. Or maybe like some taunting one where he was like pointing to someone's bench or some shit. You know how they I, are. They don't, they don't even give a tech for that. That's like the one. Uh, it depends. Taunt, that's like the one taunt you're allowed to get away with is pointing at another team's bench. Because they, they, you know, the refs are over there here and all that bullshit people are saying on the bench. <laughs> um. So Tron Carter, he says, should Mitch come off the bench when he comes back? I no. heart really changes the complexion of our offense. It really got me rethinking where Mitch fits with us long term. Jeez, we do this every year. <laughs> no, I, this I'm not gonna lie. I don't think this is insane. Um, oh wow! I don't think it's that insane. Like Randall's percentages when Mitch is off the floor are way better. I think Brunson's are too. Um, There's a level of spacing that he does provide. They, it's, it's not it's like not, shooting yeah. spacing, but it's like the, the passing. I think he is like Mitch is a great elite, obviously offensive rebounder, probably the best one in the league, but he's not like timing his offensive rebounds. He just kind of like rolls up in there and is like, yeah. And he's just like, I'm here, like figure it out. (laughs) Hartenstein is much better at timing it. So the paint is less clogged when he's in there. Uh, I do think that the ball movement he offers that lineup is pretty fucking valuable because we know that, that starting group has a tendency and a habit of being very stagnant. Mitch isn't a driving cause of that, but he definitely contributes to it because he doesn't like, he, he can't pass the ball, right? He's not going to like do like, I know that the one in and out dribble that he hits every, you know, three weeks or whatever is cool, but like, he's not really doing much with the ball. And I think that this is not crazy. Like, do I realistically one to be very clear? I don't particularly care if they, like if Tibbs obviously if Mitch comes back and he's just like nope Mitch is starting I'm not going to be like holy shit how could I do this <laughs> um, but like I do think it's something to consider and I do agree that like 
I have had thoughts of about this too. With like, I think Mitch has clearly established himself as, you know, one of like what the top ten centers in the league. Is that just a fair number to put out there? Yeah, easily. Um, but like, I do wonder, you know, especially after watching that Miami Heat series, where look, I thought it was a little bit excessive the way people were talking about like, oh, like, you know, he got fucking like played off the floor in the series or something. Like, I the, none, none of the numbers really bear that out or whatever. But like, I I know that. Obviously, he didn't provide the same impact as an offensive rebounder as he did against Cleveland. That being said, like, that Cleveland series also matters. Like, that is a data point. And he won us that series in a lot of ways. So, um, I'm not sure if you want to say, like, I heart needs to start. But I do think there's a real case for, like, the Knicks really probably need to keep Isaiah Hartenstein this offseason at any reasonable cost. Because... He gives them something that Mitch just doesn't have, and he'll never have. Um, just like Mitch offers things that Isaiah Hartenstein will never have. So um, I wouldn't say that like I totally agree with, with the whole like you know that we're thinking where Mitch fits with us long term. But I do think that like look, we one we we have to see Hartenstein against more teams. Like he's going to get a long stretch of starts here. Like let's see how it looks. We know coming in for one or two starts is a different thing, um, but. Let's see how he let's see how it looks because if he plays really well, then I think that that is informative, especially because like there's no way to deny that the offense is humming and the ball is moving and they're getting out in transition. I think they can play faster without him because I think Hartenstein is more capable of getting up and down the floor. Um but look, like if you're talking about, oh man, we have to like move Mitch, I don't think that needs to be a concern right now. I do think it's something like maybe you weigh in the back of your head, right? Like, hey, like maybe there will be a point in time where the ceiling of what this can be with Mitch is, you know, it is what it is. uh, And we need to get a more diverse all-around center. But I'm not really worried about that now. And, you know, I I think that that, that's not really where my focus would be in terms of like pushing the baseline of this team higher at this moment in time. Fair. Fair. Um, yeah. I mean, I do understand um, what Ariheart does change about the offense, but like, that's the, that's the, that's the good thing about having these multiple centers that have these different skill sets is that it offers you these opportunities to have different looks into going into different matchups. Um, so, you know, what Ariheart has, versus one team will work better, you know, versus that team. Well, you know, it won't work as well versus another team. Um, And, you know, I think the playoffs kind of showed that. And, you know, I think as we go throughout the season, we'll see when Mitch comes back, you know, certain matchups are going to look much better for us um, than they have previously without him. So Let's see what else we have here. Um, Jordan Bubby says, we may see a complete version of RJ soon, very soon. And now the question will be, will be a flash in the pan or will he be here to stay? And Tyrus finds this very amusing. He had a good, he had a good, he's had a good five quarters. I mean, I don't even think it's, see, I, look, I get, I actually don't, like I think all your criticism, RJ, in terms of like his offense, all that stuff is pretty valid. But like, 
his defense has been fine this year. And it's actually been flat out good at times. Like, I mean, I thought he was legit good tonight. I mean, he say whatever you want about Mikel Bridges, that he, he put him, you know, he, he kept them in padlocks. Um, like, look, obviously the rebounding with him at his size, you're kind of like, what's going on here? Um, the passing is still, there are several times tonight where I was just like, Jesus Christ, like some of the stuff in transition where you just all of a sudden you're like, why can't you? I mean, he just has these strange bouts of like, why or why why are you like not athletic right now like well, why why can't you jump why can't you like why are you getting like i mean that take out in the first half with trendon watford at the rim i was just like what the fuck was that um but uh, like look there's is there a trade to be made this season like there's the only guy that has even been mentioned as a possibility right now that i have any interest in <clears throat> is Lori markinen <clears throat> the rest of this shit I don't give a fuck about. I don't give a shit about fucking OG Ananobi. I sure as shit don't give a fuck about the team killer, uh, Zach Levine. Uh, I don't give Alex a shit. Caruso. Yeah. Like, I mean, I, Alex Crusoe's fine. Like, I, I like him, but what, what, what's the trade here? Like, like they're going to trade Caruso for RJ? Like, I don't see why they would do that if I'm them. Like, they're, and right now, the kick, they fucking kicked ass again tonight. They're playing great right now without, without the uh, franchise killer over there, the franchise murderer who everyone wants us to trade for or a lot of people want us to trade for it's insane that's gotta be that's like you're trying to trade him to the lakers i mean like that's a good way to convince the lakers that he's probably (laughs) not as good as you think (laughs) you guys see how good we were without him you guys should definitely take this guy off our hands uh but like no i just like i'm i don't i don't think if like each game doesn't need to be, a, and I, I'm guilty of this as anybody, but like each game shouldn't be a referendum on player X or player Y or whoever. Like RJ Barrett did some good stuff tonight. There was some bad stuff offensively. That's kind of been like, I think the, the tale of his season so far. Um, but like until, you know, again, if, if there's real, and I do think there's something to this Lori marketing thing, by the way, like, I don't think that story comes out unless there's some genuine like interest from Utah to maybe see what's out there for him. I think they're worried about the fact that he's definitely hitting unrestricted free agency and they're maybe not sure they want to go five-year max on him and they're going to have to go five-year max on him to keep him because he's definitely hundred percent going to get a fucking max in two years when he hits unrestricted free agency. If anybody wants to know, he's not going to extend because his contract is super low and he's clearly outperforming it. Um, And like, I don't think that story gets out there unless there's a reason for it. And then I also feel like he had that fucking sit down with Amic like the day after where he was like, oh, yeah, no, I want to stay in Utah forever. But, you know, I know it's a business and, you know, I've been traded before. Like, I was like, OK, dude, this is a real strong fucking denial. And also Ainge hasn't, you know, I haven't heard, I haven't seen any Tony Jones fucking bald ass loser uh, <laughs> article being like, no, their jazz have absolutely zero interest in trading Lori Markin. Because Danny Ainge told me that after I licked his butthole. Like, <laughs> I haven't seen that article come out yet. So, um, you know, I, I don't. I think there's. I think there's something there. And like, that's honestly the only fucking name I've seen as far as like people that might be moved. You know, this season, off season, whatever. That I'm genuinely like, okay, now that, okay, like that. That actually interests me. But aside from that, I'm just kind of like. I don't know, man. I don't want to give up RJ and picks for OG and an OB. I don't want to give up RJ and picks for like fucking Zach Levine. No, 
you know, like Andrew I, I just don't see it with these other. Yeah, I don't, I don't see it. See, like what, how any of those moves actually move the needle for us. Marketing is different to me in a lot of ways. I don't want to get into that too much right now. Let's in a pot chocolate on Friday. Uh, but like, yeah, that's that, I don't know. I, I'm I think RJ is playing fine. I'm not gonna sit here and act like he's dominating. Uh, I also don't think he's necessarily like submarining us. He has games and stretches where you're like he'll drive you nuts, and he has games and stretches where he's good. But I, I will I do think like just playing solid defense it gives him a much higher baseline than, than last year, which, you know, we've talked about endlessly. We don't need to belabor the point, but like really felt like a complete fucking disaster for him in so many ways. Yeah. Last year was kind of a rock bottom. And this year it's like, he's, he's been a neutral. And at some points he's been more of a positive than a negative this season. Um, that road trip did not do him, do him any favors, but I think he's been, able to give you a baseline of defense size and the ability to like have a motor, even when he does have like his brain farts. So that makes him a significantly better player. And if the shot is able to come back around, then the Knicks have something there. And and I think like part of the reason that uh, RJ is like, you've seen a pickup in his defensive effort. And I think you've seen this with like, like these guys I, I don't doubt for a second. I don't know if you guys heard DiVincenzo's um, post game, but he was talking about how, like, you know, like everybody's like competing for each other. This team gets along, blah, blah, blah. Right. He's talking about like basically like, you know, Kumbaya, we're all fucking sitting around the campfire, roasting marshmallows and singing fucking camp songs. Like, yeah, everything is hunky dory. Right. I don't doubt that. But I also think all these dudes want to fucking play. So, like, RJ, like last year, RJ kind of like, Yes, towards the end of the year, I think he started getting the message of like, hey, bud, if you're not going to give it, give a shit on defense tonight and your offense is just bad, like you're not closing this game because we don't really need you to. We have other options. And I think that's been driven home now even more so with DiVincenzo, right? And so like you see this, like I, I, I DiVincenzo barely played that Lakers game, right? Where did he play, like 10 minutes or 12 minutes or some shit? He didn't play much in that game. Probably like 14 minutes, I would guess, 14, 15 minutes. Like, he came out tonight, and, like, sure, maybe some of it was, like, playing against Macau, but he came out like a fucking – I mean, that was ridiculous how hard he was playing. Some of the rebounds he got to start this game were nuts. It was, like, like – right? Yeah, it, it was – but he had, like, three in the first two minutes of the game, and I was just like, Jesus Christ, dude. Did you, like – how much fucking cocaine did you do before this game? Like, good Lord. Because um, he was – Just because he's Italian doesn't mean he does cocaine. <laughs> is that a thing? Like, is that – a stereotype of Italians? I didn't know that. Um, I knew yeah, Isn't that like the whole point of Godfather? No. What the? Go oh, off Godfather. I've never lost it. Jesus. Okay. Just stop talking. Um, okay. But like, <laughs> that was terrible. Forget a stereotype. At least get it right, Kyrie's. Jesus. Sorry. Sorry. Be better. Um, but yeah, I, I, I just, I just think there's something to like internal competition driving some of this stuff. And obviously, we saw slippage there. Uh, for like those four or five games, even before Mitch went out, right? To be honest, like that that Milwaukee game, the Boston game, that was before Mitch got hurt. Um, but like, you can see it. I th- I think these guys get it. Like, hey, buddy, like there's two sacred cows on this team, kind of, and they ain't none of you. So if you want minutes, you better come in and you better have it. And like, sure, there are some downsides to that, which I think we're seeing a little bit with Quentin Grimes. But I do think the upside is the guys that respond to that. 
And I do think that you're getting maybe some value out of that from guys like RJ, DiVincenzo, Quick, Hart, whoever, whatever. Like, not saying that all these guys need a constant kick up their ass, but it doesn't hurt, right? Does not. <clears throat> Chris Bernhard, the stereotype of Italians, as one myself, is Gabagool, Tony Soprano, and Michael Corleone. Correct. Mm-hmm. And ty- this is from JK. Tyrese is thinking Scarface Al Pacino, yes, who is Cuban. Uh, and oh. look, at, I know that if based on his accent in that movie, you may not be able to tell, but he is Cuban in the movie. Oh. One of the worst accents. Uh, but also, it's Al Pacino, so who cares? Okay. I guess I have to watch. <laughs> I'll finally watch The Godfather at some point. Yes. I and Yeah, I, I don't know. You probably won't be able to get through it because... Your generation is, has like broken brains. You can't sit through three-hour movies. Yeah, I have ADHD. Yeah, uh, Jordan Bub Nets had three Hall of Fame, three Hall of Famers a couple years ago, accomplished absolutely nothing, and now there are practice dummies. <laughs> Life comes at you fast. Yeah, we've just been smoking them since the trade. Three games and none of them have been close. Absolute slackings and like the Where's first couple games. Video? <laughs> <Kendrick> Perkins video. <laughs> 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 and the first couple the first the, I mean the first couple games were just like Jalen Brunson using these guys as practice cones and now today it was Julius Randle using these guys as training dummies yeah oh man tough tough life to be a Nets fan couldn't be me though imagine I have to trade for Donovan Mitchell to save for franchise could it be my franchise for real Cam Thomas is taking 19 shots a game for your team. How how deep in the pits are you? I, like, I all trolling aside, like I don't think that position is that bad, but it just it's like kind of feels like a season where you're just like, all right, you guys are gonna be hovering for like the final, like hopefully that you know they're probably hoping, okay, hopefully we can compete for that six seed. But realistically, I think they're a playing team, which honestly is actually better than I thought they would even be this year. Um but like, they 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 basically want to trade for Mitchell because I feel like they desperately know that they need an offensive centerpiece, and they have no way to do it in the draft right now, right? Because they don't control their draft until what, like, twenty twenty seven or some shit like that, right? So it's like they've got yeah. to find somebody that's worth like, hey, okay, now we at least have this guy, and we don't need to depend on Macal Bridges to like score twenty five a game or whatever the fuck that he's been doing and. I get that, but I mean, it does suck. I mean, I'm happy I'm not. We're not in their position. Um, those picks, at least they got, are probably going to be really good. Like that, those Phoenix ones, probably be. Yeah, great. they could be. That Dallas one might be good, but those are so far in the future. It's hard to like. Like I, I get that they could be appealing in trade, but they'll be appealing if you're like, yeah, that's cool that those might be awesome, but I have to wait so long for them. So I'm gonna need a couple more too. And um, yeah, it's just hard to look. I mean. You know, what, one thing that is amazing, though, the Knicks have, as, like, stupidly as they've been mismanaged over many years, they quite never gave away the future of the franchise multiple times the way the Nets have, which is incredible to me. I, I don't even get that, but yeah. They were like, run it back after the KG Paul Pierce shit. <laughs> yeah, but, like, they made out. They have made I out. I agree with this. That's real. That's real. <laughs> that's real. You know, like I try. That's all I can do. <laughs> That's all we all can do. Like, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm trying my best. 
This from Vic Danya. Sean Marks got nine lives. Dude, I don't know how Sean Marks keeps surviving. I forgot he's still there. Like That's it's crazy. Sean Marks and Sam Presti are like the definitions of of white mediocrity because you they could be absolute dog water at what they do, and like one thing breaks right, and all of a sudden they're like, oh my god, best GM in the league. And it's like Sean Marks, what has he done besides create a second round exit? Well, the entire point is like, and I agree. Like I I think Presti's clearly better than Marks, but and he I think he is one of the best GMs in the league. But like people act like. He never fucks up. And I'm like, no, no. You can't draft three Hall of Famers, three MVPs. Three guys back to back to back. Yeah, back to back to back. And not win shit. And then everybody's like, oh no, 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 it's fine because fucking reasons. Like, that's bullshit. I'm sorry. You draft those three guys back to back to back, and you come away with dick. You come away with one fucking finals appearance in which you got your back blown out. Like, get the fuck out of here. No way. Like that that's garbage. Um, he and he look, let's be real about this whole fucking oh my god, the this next generation rebuild that everybody's fucking creaming their pants over. Like he got lucky that Paul George asked out. That's it. That's, that's what happened because he had no intention of rebuilding. He had no intention of trading Russell Westbrook. He had no intention of breaking that team up. He was trying to still compete with and around Russell Westbrook. Paul George asked out. And I think he was like, damn, that's awesome. This is great. Uh, and because of the fact that, you know, the Clippers had to do, like, they, they had to get, you know, Paul George because that was the only way they were going to get Kawhi too. Uh, he got everything he wanted. I have no idea if he really thought SGA was going to become this level of player. Um, did he pass on SGA in that draft? No, he was. They were probably still good then, right? They wouldn't have been in the lottery. But, like, you know, he, he got lucky. And that's okay. But, like, yeah, you can tell me, oh, my God, look, at they drafted Chet Holmgren and they drafted Jalen Williams. Chad Holmgren was like a no-brainer third overall pick. I'm sorry. I'm not giving you fucking credit for that. And the Jalen Williams pick, absolutely, you get a ton of credit for it because, what is he, 12th pick or something? Um, you know, And even then, I think some people thought that it was a little bit of a reach, I think, right? Yeah. yeah. So, like, uh, that one, you sure, you get – look at the rest of his fucking draft record since this next generation rebuild is big. Hey, you want to know who gave us the manual quickly pick? You guys want to know? You want to guess? City. Yeah. You want to know who traded away the Jaden McDaniels pick? Guess who? Oklahoma City. Yeah. And they did all this to move up for fucking Alexei Pokashevsky, who is a fucking Ooh. meme. Who is a fucking <laughs> meme? Like, not a basketball player. He's a fucking meme. Um, He's a long neck and seven inches. Yeah. Of wasted talent. Like, it, it's, it's you know, I, I think the, the Presti stuff is ridiculous. He's drafted, like, what? He drafted fucking, who's that loser they traded three protected first for? Fucking guy um, just on the floor. Yeah, uh, D- Jang. Usman Jang. Yeah, let me know when he, you know, let me know when the FBI fucking locates his, uh, locates his whereabouts because he's been <laughs> fucking MIA for a while. Uh, you know, Trey Man, is are we? Is he there or is he in the G League? I don't know. Let me let he's me. He's like riding the bench. I mean, like just going through like their just going through their picks the last couple of years, like. Yeah, it's Pokusevsky, Giddy, Man, Jeremiah Robinson Earl's not even on the team anymore. Where did he sign anywhere? Rockets? Nope. He signed he signed um, Nola. Oh, okay. okay. Um Chet Holmgren, Jalen Williams. Like that 2022 draft is saving their ass. Because otherwise they haven't had a legitimate rotation player come out of. Yeah, and like room. yeah, and like we'll see. Like Kason Wallace, I like him, but I don't I mean, I don't know what he is yet. You know that he did He's manage hyper efficient. So he also drafted uh, an accused pedophile. So there's that. So he's got that going for him. Nice. Um, 
like yeah there's another good point um that that Larry brought up uh he also passed on Shangun. yep they oh, wow. traded a great yeah fan and yeah he got three picks for Shangun. who gives a shit Shangun's fucking awesome right now um and he's right yeah Shangun <laughs> might have been <laughs> might have been an okay fit in this lineup yeah it'd be fucking awesome that lineup so um yeah look i, I i'm not i think obviously like you look at the overall process and sure yeah it's great Let's see what he does now. He's got all these picks, right? He can trade for whoever he wants. That's what we've been hearing the last couple of years. Oh, when OKC wants to make a move, like they can get whoever they want. Okay, let's fucking see it then. Let's fucking see it. Let's see if this fucking loser has balls anymore. Um, because he's also going to have to trade Jalen Williams at some yeah. point. Like, yeah. why, why do you say that? Or what? Look, one of them is going to have to get traded at some point because, like, there's going to be too much money. There's going to be too much money. Guys? Huh? One of those big three guys you're saying? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, SG is locked in. Chet and Jalen. Chet's like, what, two years? He won't get access. Even whenever, even if he gets an extension after his junior year, or his junior year, Jesus, after his third year, uh, that won't come into, that won't hit their books until, what, 2026? 20, so, like, they still got time, and we'll see what the cap is. Who knows? But, like, I just think it's, what, like, there's a difference. I think if they trade for a star, like you're gonna have to get a whole one of those guys. Yeah, but like, you got a couple of years though. You yeah. even if, even if you're right, you'd still have a few years. But like, you know, I'm just saying, like, let's just see. Okay, you run the market because of all these awesome next level moves you made to acquire a bunch of picks. By the way, you want to talk about oh the Knicks protected first suck. Go check. Go aside from those Clippers picks, they got fucking nothing. They those picks are not good that they have. So I mean. Like, um, Sixers picks, Nuggets picks. Yeah. Um, just to go top of my head, but yeah. Sixers picks and Nuggets picks. Um, yeah, they have a ton of capital, though. Like, a ton. Just like going through it now. Yeah, they have a ton, but I'm saying, like, those protected picks are just, And it's like, okay, is the point... You know, everybody's just like, oh, well, the Knicks can't compete with them. Okay, well, like, it, what is the point here? Like, the Knicks couldn't... Okay, so what team is... So isn't the whole point that nobody can compete with them? Like that in, on the trade market? Like, so why is it just that the Knicks need to worry about this? No other team needs to worry about it? I don't know. I, I think that like, and again, like, the I, I don't want to are the only worry. team that needs a star swing. Come on. You know this. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. So there you go. Uh, yeah. This is the, this is great. I, I didn't realize everybody here is, uh, we're all in the same boat here. Just fuck Sam mm-hmm. Presti. Uh, Chris Bernard, he traded the Brandon Clark pick to Memphis. Shwenny like this. In 2017, he drafted Terrence Ferguson, who, yeah, he was fucking awful. Uh, he could have had Jared Allen, OG, Kuzma, or Derek White, and uh, also Josh Hart, correct? So, yes. Um, I think this is an interesting question. Are the, This is from JK. Are the Bulls, like, officially good now? I think, yeah, yes. Because they bench Levine. Yeah. Unofficial, unofficially, officially. They said... I saw a report today actually that says that he might still remain with the team after the day. Yeah, that's called that's called oh no, we don't want to get rid of him, even though we've been playing the best basketball we've played all season. Or it's oh no, we can't find any actual value for him. There's gonna be no value for him. There's a one team race and it's the Lakers. But they also like this them like literally they're seven and three now, I think, since he missed. And They've won some legit games. Like they, they Bucks, beat, yeah, they twice. beat the Bucks. They beat the Sixers in Philly. They did they beat smoked, Miami. Yes, yes, they beat Miami. They sm- they fucking smoked uh, the Lakers today, like twice. Like they went up 
you know, 20 in the first half, Lakers made a comeback. Then they were like, okay, well, I guess we're going to do it again. <laughs> and then, like, they put them in the blender again. And, um, yeah, like, that, these are legit wins. Like, they they look good. Uh, Kobe White looks awesome. I don't know how long this three-point shooting is going to be. Like, what, you know, is he really this good of a three-point shooter? Will teams adjust to things they're doing? Yeah, maybe. But, like, they look good. And also, like, they're getting so much more out of Vucevic now because of this Levine thing. Because Kobe White it does this cool thing where when they run a pick and roll. Yeah, like when they run a pick and roll and Vucevic pops and he's wide open. He's like, oh, that looks like an easy pass that I could make right now. <laughs> yeah, it's insane like when you play the, ba- the game of basketball the right way. I, I think they could learn a thing him. or two. They're gonna trade him, like true, true, Zach Levine. Yeah, they're gonna trade Levine, but also like again, I really don't think he has a market right now. That contract is disgusting, and it's like watching your team win like this without you versus actual good basketball teams. Yeah, when yeah, you were like when you like, lost to the Pistons no. with him dropping fifty one. That was so funny. <laughs> I remember I woke up the next day and I was like, wait, they, didn't they just get like smoked in that game too? Yes. Like, yeah, they lost for like 15. And I remember I was like, wait. Being one of the Pistons' one lot, one wins or one of their two wins <laughs> is kind of insane when you think about it in that context. Like, Zach Levine has to be ashamed of himself. <laughs> in a game where you dropped 51, you got smoked by the Pistons who can't win a game right now. Like, that's a horrible look for that team. That's a horrible look for him. So, like, who the hell wants him? Like, essentially, you heard a bunch of teams leaking. Yeah, we don't want him. And the only smoke you're hearing from is the is the Lakers, and that's because of Clutch and the fact that they need offense. So, Jacques Vaughn needs to get fucking real. Jordan Bub says, I'm not sure I'm going to buy into that one. Nets coach Jacques Vaughn asked whether the tables have turned and the Knicks now have their way with the Nets. Wait, what's going on? Oh, shit. The New York Knicks have applied to the NBA for disabled player exception. Oh, my God. As the franchise projects center, Mitch Robinson will miss the rest of the season. Sources tell the Athletic. Wow. As Robinson had ankle surgery last week. Um, Yeah, I mean, I I definitely think uh, I hear Laurie Markin and Kelly O'Linux music playing. Yeah, the the Knicks are going to make a trade. Oh, shit. I I, Honestly, this, this changes a lot, though, because one... You basically like have to keep Hartenstein this summer, um, yeah. And I just don't know. Like, look, I, you could have. I wouldn't have done it, but you could have like justified like, oh, we got to trade quick to go get like OG and OB or whatever. Like, I don't think you can't really like trade quick to go get a backup center. You know what I mean? Like, that can't be a thing. I don't know. I just don't. I I, I don't see like a major move happening then in during this season, um, for them. Probably do need to get a center, though. I wonder. They got a $7.8 million exception. I don't know what the fuck the center free agent market, market is. It is worth noting that the the new CBA hasn't fully kicked in yet. So buyout guys that become available, um, they could still, like, like, good buyout guys might become available, right? Because under the new CBA, it's like, if you get bought out on anything more than a vetman contract, you can't actually sign after the trade deadline or something like that. Um that, that doesn't apply this year, though. So if there's somebody, a good center on a bad team that's overpaid, um, maybe they get bought out, and then the Knicks have that $7.8 million uh, exception for that. Who are some candidates for that, though? I mean, I mean, they, if they're going to get $7.8 million, first of all, are they going to be able to duck the um, 
luxury tax with it or is it just like out of his salary as x no 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 it um that counts on tier on tier cap so they would still be hard capped so they can only use whatever it is like four point two or four point three of it i mean this honestly just makes it so much harder for them to make trades in season um so yeah uh unless they're trading him yeah I, that i did i have to that Jesus, cold blooded over here. I mean, <laughs> we might I love, be there, dog. I love you, Mitch, but um, see you, old friend. <laughs> that's so. I mean, that's some. Is that absolutely some like Danny Ainge shit? Like old Yeller? Um, uh, could Mitch come back for the playoffs? I don't know. I mean, the way if they're saying the season ending, then no. They said we'll miss the rest of the season. It doesn't make any mention of like Coming could be playoffs. back to the playoffs. Look, we'll we'll have to see. Um, so, yeah. Um, wow, another season where Mitch misses a, a good chunk of it. Who did the surgery? Who did the surgery? Who fucked they, it up? They probably found out it was worse than it was. It's probably what it was. Yeah. Yeah. I'm emotional right now. I'm sorry. Sorry. Damn, I look. I think centers always become available though in the buyout market. You know why? Because nobody actually wants to trade a lot of capital for a center, even though they're super valuable. Like the only centers that get traded for a lot of capital are basically like stars. And yeah, they the Marcus rarely... Cousins come on down. Wow. <laughs> you think Tibbs and Boogie could actually be <laughs> hilarious? <laughs> I want it. It'd be a buddy. It'd be a buddy comedy, and I want it. Bro, there's no way Todd Gibson is for real gonna get. He's like this dude is actually getting serious. He has to get serious minutes right now. Do you know how insane that is? <laughs> we are back in 2021. Yeah, all over again. Are we okay? Uh, let's see. Let's see who's. Do we want Christian Wood? No. Ill. <laughs> uh, look, he sucks, but <laughs> he's a body. Like, yeah, that's yeah, exactly. Like he's he's better than Todd right now, and he's better than Jericho Sims, which is like that's really what you're talking about, right? Like, just somebody who's functional, like yeah, he's functional, and he'll give you and, yeah, and he'll probably he'll give you some big games off the bench. Like, look, he'll probably give it all up on defense too, but like, oh hell yeah, yeah, like that's a body. I, I mean, he'd definitely be better than Todd and Sims right now. That's that's for sure. Gafford, guy? no. <laughs> I'm just thinking about big dudes. <laughs> I think Gafford is legit. This one's pretty funny. Bring Rudy the, Gay back home. <laughs> that reunion. Um, or that. The Celtics no. actually need as much bodies as they as they have. Wait, right wait, now. wait, 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 wait. Nerlis Noel. No. Uh, oh Nassimil, hell no. Nafimo Huda said, "Anyone but Wiseman, please." Uh, <laughs> Fucking trade for Bobo? No, I'm I'm swell. That guy is obsessed with fashion instead of basketball, so I'm good. Blake Griffin. <laughs> Just keep David names as I get somebody that we all agree with. Can it not be somebody that's like retired? We're <laughs> on the verge of it. <laughs> yeah. Didn't Blake Griffin officially retire anyway, or did I make that up? No, no, I don't think so. Okay, well that that's he might as well. Wait, bring back Isaiah Roby. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. The, Wendell Carter Jr., they're not going to trade assets to get him. Yeah, I, I don't see that one. Um, 
There's Larry Israel. I'm telling you, check out Duop Reef. I'm Portland. I've actually seen him. He's pretty decent, but I why would they trade him? Like they suck and Kai he Jones. The, he was the 52nd. Oh, Kai Jones. The crackhead. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Eric Pascal. Let's go Villanova. <laughs> oh, Morris Pillman. Oh, hell no. That obese motherfucker. <laughs> you know, look, they, this is this is where like you got this Evan Fournier contract. You have all these protected picks and shit. See what's out there. Maybe you can get Wendell Carter Jr. for all I know. I mean, I don't think Orlando would trade. I mean, Forty-eight Orlando reunion. Yeah. Let's go. I don't think that they would trade Wendell Carter Jr. in the middle of the season where they clearly look are like competing. Yeah, yeah they're, they're playing the I'm coming home music. For... <laughs> Imagine. <laughs> He's back. That'll be the worst use of that video ever. Okay, oh. I mean, like, just look at across the league. Um, yeah, Larry's right. Yeah, he he is twenty eight. I was thinking about the other guy that had an article written about him today, Tumani Kamara. That his name? Yeah. Um. Yeah, I get those mixed up. Good call. Um. Yeah. If he if he's available for something, maybe. You, I, I mean, I don't mind that. That would be. DeAndre Ayton. How do we feel about dominating? Remember the about, to get up. Um. Do you think the Hornets would trade? Fucking what's his name? Nick Richards. Nick Richards. Mm. Do we want Jonas Valanciunas? I would. Dude. I would love Jonas actually, but I, I don't think. How they, plausible is that? Yeah, the Pelicans aren't going to trade him. All right, I'm just going to keep throwing out names, man. John Collins. Oh hell no! You want me to Thanks, jump man. off the George George Washington? Can you run? At least you have to run from Manhattan to the Brooklyn Bridge. <laughs> Dog, John Collins. Brother, you thought Josh had to fucking put some promo out for him for, to be into the All-Star game? They're ridiculous. Like, out of all your players, you put John Collins to promo for the All-Star game? All right, guys. Uh, do we want Robin Lopez? How do we feel about Rolo coming back? I'm always cool with Rolo. But yes, Rolo's good. The guy's just, I think he's just here for the vibes and wrestling mascots now. And that's so, okay. Looking at Nick Richards, uh, see, they extended him, right? Ah, uh, I can check. Yeah, they gave him, so he's, but it's not an expensive contract. So he's basically on $5 million a year each year for the next three. So wow. if, you, if you sent them like Deuce, and some bullshit or whatever you just do basically and then fucking give them one of the fake protected first that aren't going to convey uh i mean i don't even think you need to do that right you give them like two seconds three seconds or something call it a day that jazz second round pick for this year maybe um i think that probably gets it done his on off splits aren't great but i don't really know what to make of anything on that team last Uh, year he was a positive at least like yeah last year was a positive i'm looking up his shit on uh, dunks and threes. EPM actually thinks he's pretty okay. Uh, they have him 55th percentile offense, 72nd percentile defense, 62nd percentile overall. So, like, not bad. Uh, seems like he does. He's a good rebounder. 91st percentile offensive rebound, 90th percentile defensive rebound, 94th percentile in blocks. So, it seems like a pretty good rim protector. Uh, 99th percentile true shooting, 98th percentile EFG. He's actually a pretty decent free throw shooter, 82.4%. Um, so I don't know. I think that's a guy that, and we know that quick and him are boys. So let's use, let's use that advantage. 
I mean, yeah, like we should just get wild with it. Kentucky yeah. Knicks back again? Yeah, I mean Jacob Toppin. Jacob Toppin is reviving. He's he's, <laughs> he's doing something. He's doing something. <laughs> he's being a Toppin on the Knicks. I mean, um, yeah, I mean, what? Who else is out there, centers wise? Um, didn't the Grizzlies just let go somewhere? That guy's too fat. Oh, wait, any play, any player they acquire via trade with the um, DPE has to be an expiring contract, and the exception can only be used on one player. Right, but they don't need to use the DPE. Like they're giving themselves the option of having the designated player exception. Okay, well, yeah, that makes sense. So yeah. I think, yeah, they're probably use forty eight salary more than anything. That or like, I, I look. Let's be real. Deuce doesn't have a future here. Why the sure. fuck would you say, right? Like, so you send him to Charlotte. I don't know. Find some fucking. Daquan Jeffries. Yeah, send some of these fucking salaries out. Cobble together what you need. Throw him a few seconds. Get Nick Richards. I'm down with that. Let's make it happen. Call it in. Make me and Tyrese the GM. For real. Oh, you don't want me to see me as GM. RJ Barrett will be out tonight. Tonight. <laughs> <laughs> we are getting you. Goga. Goga's actually pretty good, but I don't see the magic letting go of him either. Well, he's starting now, right? Yeah, I think so. Oh, you know who would be interesting? I don't think he's been playing much this year for the Pacers. Isaiah Jackson. They, he's been playing a lot more recently because Jalen Smith got hurt. So, I guess, but do they do They actually like Jalen. Didn't they pay Jalen Smith? I think so, but yeah, he they usually, re, gets, they, he usually gets their him. backup center minutes when he's healthy. Isaiah Jackson doesn't play, though. He might be. No, I'm talking about Jalen Smith. They have to but they, they, they liked Isaiah Jackson in that draft, if I remember. Yeah. No, I think they thought they liked him because he was from he went to Kentucky and he was CAA and it was the weird. But he's been pretty productive in the minutes that I've seen, at least. Um, you know what? There's also there's also a Indiana Pacers big man that we can have a reunion stop. with. Stop. And stop. we do have a trade exception. Stop. That conveniently fits his salary. All I'm saying is, <laughs> if we wanted to bring him back. Look, happy be the so happy right now. What is that? Yeah, let's just trade so what, so that you can shit on him. <laughs> Dog. What? Is that what you think of me? That's yes. crazy. Tyrese just wants more punching bags on the team for his jokes. Yeah. <laughs> they always hit us. The Wait, can we get Andre Drummond with the blows blowing up? You know, they're not, but they're not going to. Like they, they literally, their front office hundred percent has no interest in blowing it up, and they're playing well right now. So it's like. So they sent Zach Levine home. You remember, you remember when, like, the beat was talking about Andre Jumping getting, like, a three-year deal from us? Could we have cap space? Let's make it happen. I, I still think, like, I, I still like the Kelly Olenek idea, man. Because he's he's experienced. He's an expiring contract. I'm almost positive. Spaces the floor. Adds playmaking. Yeah, some gives playmaking. you something that you don't have otherwise. I don't know. I don't really see Another look offensively. Yeah. Dayron Sharp. Dude, he, he, let me tell you something. Compared to fucking Nick Claxton tonight, he looks like he looked like Hakeem Olajuwon. What the hell was that Nick Claxton performance? That was awful. Good God. Well, he's awful. So, I mean, every time that's like, you know, look, I had this guy Lucas Kaplan on on Strick and Roll last week, and he was great. But like the way he's talking about Nick Claxton, I was just like, man, I just never see it. I never <laughs> see that when we play them. Like, I just don't. He's a good switch defender, and then other than that, I'm just kind of like, okay, like 
that's cool, I guess. Where's this Nick Claxton of legend that you speak of? <laughs> Where's the rest of it? Where, where is that <laughs> happening? I would like to see it. Who'd be the Dante Exmo centers? Um, Wiseman, wouldn't it? It would be Wiseman. But he's talking about somebody that's in Europe. You know who would be pretty interesting? They, I don't think they'd do it. I don't even know if he'd come over. I think he's getting paid very handsomely over there. Kevin like, Walker. Yeah, right. Miritich. Miritich would be interesting. Oh, man. I remember when he was on the Pelicans. Yeah. Can we play played... him against Bobby Porters? Yes. Is that safe? He's played some small ball five, too. So, um, that oh, be... Dario Saric. We could get Dario Saric. Yeah, I'm assuming this is about Nick Claxton. He did not look like he wanted to be there. I agree. That was like a very. You want to play against that mixed, that mixed menace known as Isaiah Hartenstein? I wouldn't want to do that either. <laughs> oh, man. Also, how much money is Isaiah Hartenstein going to get? <laughs> He's about to put. I mean, like, the Knicks can offer him up to like 16 million. That probably gets him, but like, damn, they're probably going to use like all of their early bird rights to get him. Who else? I mean, someone just. Oh, never mind. I just can't. I, I don't know if a trade's gonna happen. Like, maybe from multiple players, but like a one-on-one, one-to-one trade, I can't see happening. Do we? Do we want to trade for Draymond Green and his issues? <laughs> Buyer's letter. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. I didn't see some of these names here. Norvell Pell, yeah. What's Kazmiskis doing? <laughs> I'm just thinking about big dudes at Tyrus Lady in 2023. Man, we're still making these jokes. Let's go get Sergi Baca from overseas. He's playing for some team out there. <laughs> Probably actually. What is Javel McGee doing? You know, Javel McGee. Oh, he's playing for FC Bayern. Okay. Sergi Baca, yeah. Uh do we want to go get Jonathan Isaac? (laughs) Yeah. Uh the Knicks have about they have they're hard capped at something like one seventy two. Yeah, one seventy two point three. Yeah. And I think their total salary at this point is 162.5. What do I have this night? Is it 162.5? Should be. Yeah. I'll double check to make sure. But um, it might be more now because they signed Todd, right? Uh, yes, it should be. It should be <coughs> too much more. So, like, say like around 164 max. So they had like eight something um yeah i don't know this is tough hmm. Hmm. yeah i think what right now it's uh yeah 162 162 so they have what like 10 million so yeah, ten million for the apron, but they got all. I think they broke. I think they would make a trade before you try to hit the apron because I don't think they want to be. They don't want to be uh hit the tax. So, 
Yeah, so that's that's the problem, right? You're gonna hit the tax, and once you hit the tax, then you have to deal with like the clock repeat. starts. Yeah, repeat. Yeah, and they're not. Gonna, they're nowhere. There's no way they're gonna do that. So they're gonna use forty year salary, if anything, or deuce, or like the combination of like deuce and um, Daquan, or forty eight before using that exception. Exceptions is for like just in case they want to make any more wholesale moves. trying to find this i know that i had a tweet regarding the hard cap at some point short is going through his drafts ladies and gentlemen on air uh yeah so nicks are hard capped um i don't know i don't really want to deal with this right now it's a lot of math um uh, also from cats yes the, if the nba grants the dpe to team that player can still return if he gets better ahead of schedule but the league's doctors, not the Knicks, are the ones who determine Robinson is more likely than not out until June 15th or later. So, like, yeah, he's probably just going to be done for the season. Wow. It sucks because, like, we thought there was a chance that, you know, they said he was going to, you know, there was a chance he was going to be back, like, what, in, like, two, three months or something? Yeah, yep. And then just to find out that he's going to be off for the season again, what is this like the second time in four, four years? Yeah. yeah. Oh, what about one of the Hernan Gomez guys? Bring him over from overseas. Uh, do we want to go get what's Kurt Thomas doing right now? All right. <laughs> Sheed? We give her a Sheed? That guy was like literally on his like. Fumes the last time he won us that game in Utah, man. That was Kurt Thomas. I said Kurt Thomas, but you said Sheed. I said when Sheed, oh, I thought you were still talking about Kurt Thomas. My bad. No, Sheed, when Sheed was here, like he was on his fumes, man. Okay, but he gave us that moment, and that's all we needed. White side, anyone? Omar, you're seven. He's actually. Can we let's all make fun of Omar? Who you know? Wh- where have you been? Fucking under a rock for the last twenty minutes? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Mitch out for the rest of the season? Yes, that's why we're all fucking freaking out after the Knicks fucking just destroyed Brooklyn tonight. Javale, and, and no, we were talking enough. about there's nothing negative to talk about. Yeah, enough Javale. Um, we, no, we jinxed I, it. <laughs> we jinxed right, so this is, is if you move Deuce and Fournier for Laurie and Olenek. The Knicks just squeak under the 172 hard cap. But they've been the tax. Call it in. Call yeah, but you go into the tax for Lori. Okay, fair. <laughs> fair. But uh I have a feeling that's a, that that's uh, a lot of white guys on this team, by the way. Yeah, that makes me feel uncomfortable. Yeah, but Lori's European. <laughs> European, that doesn't count. That's different. We, we we went from the New York Knicks to the Staten Island Knicks. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we got an Italian, we got a a Finnish dude. Everybody in the team has Finnish. a PBA card. <laughs> yes, like we got, like Kelly Olynyk looks like he would probably be a registered Republican. I don't know. <sighs> yeah, that's um. And somebody in the team is low key a Republican anyway. Like, so you know, like, uh, uh. <sighs> it's also a hundred percent Julius, by the way. But um. Oh my god. <laughs> that Dallas Nassau fight. County Knicks. Hey, chill on Nassau County. 
chill on Nassau County. Um, but yeah, I mean, even if you do this Deuce and Fournier thing, you're probably gonna have to attach like what five picks or some shit. They have any age. Yeah, I mean, realistically, you're not getting him for that. You're gonna they're gonna yeah, be like, gonna give us give up, they're, like, they're gonna RJ. we don't want Fournier's probably give us give us RJ whatever. Give us Grimes or some shit. It just it just makes a lot of moves a lot harder to do to do now. So, um. But look, you can get Olenek. Like, Olenek is gettable in and of himself. So, forgetting the Lori piece, like... Yeah, like Fournier and the Jazz second. And I appreciate you get Olenek. Olenek's contract... Let me just it's see. $14 million. Is it expiring, though? It is, oh, right? Yeah, yeah, it's $12 million, and it's right here for me. Yep. Yeah, so you basically just need to... And you can just be like, tell the Utah to chuck in whatever fucking asset they... Like, whatever contract... They can absorb it. They can, they can absorb it, trade. Yeah, but they're not going to do that. You kidding me? I mean, oh yeah, oh Kelly. yeah. We'll just we'll pay six million more for no fucking reason. No reason. It's, <laughs> it's Kenny. It's Kellyolytic, and they get a couple seconds. Like it's fine. Yeah. So just be. And I'm sure they have another expiring contract. They don't give a shit about man. You got to get the number closer. Is all I'm saying. All right. We'll take Bryce Sensabog, so me and Fresh can be happy. Shout out to the Utah Jazz though for uh, hitting the over tonight. Uh, good job. Also, shout out to the Utah Jazz for that Ed Davis trade. A couple Ed Davis, we can bring back Ed Davis. There oh, we go. Once a Nick, so always a Nick. Ed Davis. Looking at Utah's books, Olenek's at twelve point one expiring. I mean, you could do the Taylor Horton Tucker thing, like those two. Taylor. Oh, uh, if I have to watch Taylor Horton Tucker, this he's game, not going to play. He's not going to play. He's just an expiring contract. Still, get you I mean, some times. He could us though. <laughs> Shit. You don't even talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> they have Luke Samanich? Yeah. Luke Samanich, yeah. Bring him back. Once a Nick, always a Nick. Yeah, just do that. Great. We figured it out. Yeah, no, I mean, look, <laughs> I, I think Olinick's one of the best guys out there. And I, I was thinking, like, he would be somebody interesting to look at anyways. Did Porzingis just get hurt? Oh, shocker. Yeah, no, he. I think somebody. Think he landed. Somebody was in his landing area. He's walking right now, a little gingerly. Um, but yeah, Olenek's the guy that I think makes the most sense for this. Heard Eddie Curry? <laughs> yeah, he might be. He might be on lean these days. Kelly uh, Olenek is slashing fifty, forty, ninety. By the way, Hawkeye four twenty. It is finally my time to shine. Freak Kenny Wooten. Oh my god! Oh, is that guy even still playing basketball? <laughs> is he even still playing basketball? Yeah, maybe for like the Harlem Globetrotters or something. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. This sucks. I'm not gonna lie, definitely sucks. But uh, who knows? Look, I, this is but this is also why you don't just like make random trades to make trades, so that when shit pops up, you have the ability to actually make pivots. Um, yeah. And the Knicks needed that and they're getting it uh obviously very unfortunate for mitch but it is what it is and it just really sucks because he's missed a lot of time wait this is second season or third no no a second season injury right yeah mm. that sucks Kylo Quinn. Um, <laughs> bring him back <laughs> that dude just in fucking queen somewhere chilling <laughs> <laughs> you remember, we used to, remember when Nick's fans used to make a big deal out of his passing? He was awesome. He's a great passer. Why are you hating? Bring back my buckets while we're at it. Shit, those two had a synergy. They should bring back buckets. Maybe we can. Uh, maybe we can trade for Zach Collins. He's so good. <laughs> <laughs> Is it? I, I think he's looking at hooping, but I have to check the stats. Never mind. 
Hooping? Never mind. What's he gonna hooping? Never mind. He, he crack? Well, so. <laughs> wow. Bro, the Spurs are such a funny team, bro. The way they miss Wemby on so many look plays. <laughs> it's like, are you guys playing blind Maybe basketball? Yeah. And and Pop refuses yeah, to play it? Trey Jones. He's just like, no, 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 we don't. I don't need to play my a... only player that can make an entry pass. How do you, how do you think I feel, dude? That's a <laughs> Nobody cares about how you feel, Terry. God. It's like, like you mad? Like, dude, having to watch the team in person stinks. I'm so it's like horrible basketball. The funniest thing was when Webby went up for that lob, and he was like, "Just to show like, them." He, was, he faked putting it in. He was like, "Let me show you guys what it looks like when I catch a lob." Please, please don't say this. <laughs> Wiseman for a second, fucking dude. Why? You think? Do you want I'm trying to burn a second? <laughs> do you want Tibbs to like literally? Kill someone? Him. Yeah, like kill him someone. Can he kill himself during a fucking game watching James Wiseman? Uh, Chris Burkhardt couldn't want to like, score the five. Tim would say some shit like we haven't seen since like Rosa Parks. Right. He, he would say a slur. He would say a slur. Like he would say would some shit. Would you vote for Isaiah Stewart? Is he ass? I don't think he's ass. I just think they're asking. They keep playing him at the four. Shit, Stu. I mean, uh, he's shooting 37% from three. There might be a little and, beef in that shit, Stu. I don't know. <laughs> it's, it, and that actually might matter more at the five than at the four, where for some reason they've decided he has to play the four. Uh, what's his contract? God it's damn, like a front line of him and fucking Julius. I think it's like he legitimately like black, makes money. Two That's big black guys just charging at you. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> what you got against black guys being big, bro? <laughs> Nothing. I'm just saying that's a scary sight for some. That's called the D line. <laughs> <laughs> that's just Dexter Lawrence that came on them. I don't know why he's on the top of it. <laughs> Maybe we can sign Dexter Lawrence to play center. <laughs> just what? fucking stand in the middle of the paint. <laughs> fucking blow up <laughs> the greatest nose tackle I've ever seen in my own two eyes I'll tell you that much play some winning ball sure you for that. wait make sure Jokey don't look like officially retired that's true jerk him no <laughs> dog I'd be wild and even that's crazy for me okay. sign miles and jerk <laughs> he could Look, realistically, there. I, I just think that the Fournier thing is gonna. This is like the reason you kept that contract, right? Is to give yourself options. You have options. Like you're, so you didn't trade for Dougie McBuckets, dog. <clears throat> like any contract, if Michael Scala actually, where is Michael Scala playing? Man? I think either in Washington or he's somewhere. Oh, never mind, that's racist. Can't do it. He's playing mm. in Washington. Jeez. I think so. Yeah, he's going in Washington. He's shooting twenty seven percent from three, but he like barely he barely gets any minutes. And Boston had him like Boston Gallo? had him gallery in anyone. They play him at the five. I'm looking up Danilo Gallo and other stats. Okay, the, problem, the problem with the Stewart thing though is he's on four year sixty four million. There's no way they want to commit to that. Yeah. yeah, like they're gonna need to get a guy who's like realistically a backup. It's Olenek. It's Olenek. There's really nothing. Like I don't. I genuinely just don't even think it's that hard to figure out. Who I think it's Olenek or Nick Richards. I think it's Fernando or Matt. Yeah, I would love Nick Richards. I I actually think he like if they're just want to stick with like 
these are the centers, but like, this is how we this play. This archetype of center. Yeah, Nick Richards is the best one. I also think like I don't know the Hornets don't even know what the fuck they're doing. So like you pr- probably could get them for a decent price. Um, I don't know. Don't they have like seven thousand centers anyway? I think it's just. I mean, they got Duran. Yeah, Duran. Uh, who are we talking Osmond. about? Hornets or the Pistons? They got Mark Williams. Obviously, he's out right now. Yeah, yeah. Mark Williams, Nick Richards. Uh, I think that's pretty much. Yeah, it. they don't really have a lot of centers. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> we could go get Marvin Bagley. Oh hell no! <laughs> All right. I mean. As a backup, maybe Dibs could do something that Monty isn't. <laughs> yeah, like coach. Yeah, I, I think that he might do that. Um, okay, I, so think it's, did... I, I think it's, it's a Linux, though, right? It just makes sense. Like he's expired yeah. contract. Probably won't run you too much. Even even though it's Ainge, I seriously don't think you're gonna get like he, like you're gonna give him like two seconds. Be like, hey, here's your fucking stupid ass pickback. Yeah, they're probably Fournier and RJ for Olytic and marketing and like five picks. I mean, the math doesn't even work there, but okay. <laughs> I, I actually think it might. It does but not. No, I'm crazy. Never mind. Never mind. <laughs> you Never need mind. you'd need to take on the Taylor Tucker contract then. Okay, which is fine. I'll yeah, take a Taylor Horn Tucker. It gives I, us a good point. I don't know. I I, I think. I, I think there's a chance marketing gets traded in season. Um, but there's obviously like a decent chance maybe he just close out the year and they if they were gonna trade him, they just do it in the summer. But the Olympic thing is like but I mean they're really just gonna let him walk. You know, they they're like if some team is just like, hey, we'll give you a couple of seconds. Like that ja- their own second round pick they can get back is probably one of the best assets they would get offered for him. And they would be self sabotaging themselves right because olenic actually like plays with them and they'd probably like yeah but it's okay if we actually suck so let's get rid of this guy andre drummond is really going to be a nick in like a week or two it's going to make me sick i don't i don't understand why anybody thinks this drummond (laughs) is playing legit minutes for them (laughs) and they're good again like i don't see the drummond thing man he's played in every game this year i think yeah, he's playing every game this year. Why would they try? They're not going to try. Terry just wants to see the, bur- the world burn. I just want to see some shit that I'm going to laugh. I think people are just anchoring this stuff based on, like, the fact that they were a joke three weeks ago. And then since Zach Levine got hurt, hurt allegedly, uh, they've been... Trade fever. Yeah. Don't ever say that again. Trade fever. <laughs> we don't buy it, though. Just, like, trade fever. <laughs> but yeah, like he's, I think he's crazy. he is. He's actually been a fucking net positive for them this year. They're they have he's a uh, plus two point eight on off. Detroit pick. We upgrade from second to the Detroit pick. I I don't see the Drummond thing. I'm gonna be I I just they don't want to suck, and he actually plays minutes for them. So what? What? Why would you? Why? Like, what is their motivation to that trade? They don't have one. They don't even have a fucking. It's not like they have some third center sitting around that they're like, oh, we really love this guy. Dude, they're going to sign Nerlens Noel and we're all going to like be complaining. By the way. Dude, like, the fucking Celtics are just smoking the Kings right now. Jesus. With no Tatum? Sheesh. What does that yeah. say about Jason Tatum? You know? 
Got to trade him. So yeah, if I hear about how this guy doesn't have enough help this year, I might lose it. <laughs> I mean, you're gonna lose to the Bucks, so lose to the Knicks. Once we get Kelly Olynyk up in here, Kelly Olynyk revenge game versus the Celtics in the playoffs. Revenge series. Sign me up. <laughs> Sign me up. Those Celtics fans would lose their mind getting killed by a white guy. They might call. <laughs> they might call him slurs. It might be bad. <laughs> Bro, they had to be losing it when Dante was killing them the other day. From three, that game, until we yeah. started losing. Yeah. Stephen A. Smith trade for Cat. Why I, did he actually say that? Yeah, he's probably going to. I mean, I, yeah, I, 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 yeah, like he, it's a good thing that he definitely. Whenever he finds out about this news in like two weeks. <laughs> oh my god, Mitchell Robinson. This is why I hate Leon Rose. Like what? <laughs> it's like, dude, get off your drugs. <laughs> Stay off the weed. <laughs> get on the weed. Uh, <laughs> that's what he means. Oh, I agree with this comment right here by Alka for 20. How we get such a nice win and then get devastating news like that? Only in New York sports, man. This is Eric Adams' fault. Mayor Curse is real. <laughs> Eric <laughs> Adams is the fucking worst. So <laughs> I agree. <laughs> That quote the other day was something, man. Wait, what quote was that? About, like, you know, this is the only city where you can, like, wake up and have a fucking plane hit the building or whatever. <laughs> Wait, what did he say? You didn't see that? No. Yeah. What? He's yeah. insane. Yeah. Don't hide him in for real. Like, come not on. A, this is yeah, not I, I'll, I'll, I'll read it right now. I'll read it right now. This is what he said. Uh... This is a place where every day you wake up, you can experience everything from a plane crashing into our trade center <laughs> to a person who's celebrating a new business that's open. This oh is a very, God. very complicated city, and that's why it's the greatest city on the globe. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> what the fuck? That's y'all, Mayor, bro. <laughs> who, does he think he is? who does he think he is? Sean McDermott? Bro, that was the most <laughs> insane quote ever. What the hell? I mean, it could be worse. You could have Governor Abbott running your, running your, your fucking state. So, oh. Bro, I can't believe you said that. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I don't know. I think I, it's a Linux for me. I, I don't really, I think it's the obvious, obvious one. Schwinn loves white guys. Yep, that's me. The guy who loves every white shooter in every draft. <laughs> Their success rate is like 100%, by the way. Sam Merrill just had a game tonight. We're back this up. Is, this is this is probably true. Uh, this is from Big Chino. Uh, Low-key, when Mitch made that emotional post, he already knew, but Nick's PR is so shady with injury info. They probably slowed that news, withheld that news. Um, <laughs> some Floki, that McDermott comment as well. Hey. Got to make fun of your own team sometimes. <laughs> Keep coaching well, though. Let's get to these playoffs, baby. <laughs> Hopefully we can handle Easton Stick this uh, this weekend. Sam's got a whole Easton Stick parlay. He's going to... I <laughs> I do not. But I do know that in college, he used to rush the ball a lot, so... <laughs> with that info what you will <laughs> why I know this information 
Don't ask me why. But do with that information what you will. <clears throat> so next game for the Knicks is versus the Bucks. Wow. Already again? What the hell? Yeah, it's gonna be that two game series at home. Um and that's on Saturday, right? Yeah. 12.30. Early game on a Saturday in MSG. I could go and we either get smoked like really badly or we smoke them really badly. Like there's no in between there. It's not going to be no close game. Those games never end up like that. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I mix can have good things. Is the, this news is the foulest. You're definitely right. Um, there was a comment by Jordan Bub that kind of addressed this game earlier. Sam's, um, Sam's definitely putting some kind of money with the, Jets commanders. Oh hell no! <laughs> nope, that's burning money right there. Clip it. He's gonna do it. Next game, Sam. Unders, unders, unders. Said to beat unders. Is it over? Is it over? It's been over. <laughs> nah, this is gonna this is gonna be that one game that like screws up the tank. That's gonna get all the. Actually, no. Here. They might beat the Eagles. I'm not even gonna lie to you. They might beat the Eagles once. <laughs> Eagles been that buns lately? Yes. Eagles just lost to Drew Lock. I think Tommy DeVito has a chance. All right, so here's a comment by Jordan Bubb earlier. He said, do you think Randall at the five can be a viable option against Milwaukee or Boston or Philly or Miami? What do you think of Randall at the five minutes tonight? Um, do you think Thibs will run um, that against the Bucks? No. You know what Julius Randall against Giannis or Brook Lopez at the five? Good you're gonna put him against Bam out of bio. You're gonna put him against fucking Kristaps Porzingis, dude. I'm sorry. I I enjoy Julius. Yeah, Julius, Julius is not locked in enough to be on those guys as a defensive player. frequent as he yeah. as he would be playing at the five. They also have like they don't have the wing defense to make it work. Like I love IQ Grimes and Hart, but that's like the only combination that makes that tenable, and it's not good. And I mean, with um, with playing, with playing Randall to five versus, I mean, yeah, we kind of already covered it. I mean, defensively, it's just not going to be the best option. Um, offensively, it might be a little bit better because it's more spacing, um, but that's not the biggest concern versus the team. It's defense. Um, we just, I'm just hoping that Milwaukee doesn't have the same insane shooting luck on the road. Hopefully. In MSG that they did at home, Marjan Beauchamp, guys like that hitting a bunch of threes. So, um, yeah. Um, I I don't I don't see the Randall at the five thing being viable um, against either team right now. Just or I guess I guess against the Bucks both times anyway. Coming up here. Yeah. It's going to be a lot of Hartenstein versus Brooke Lopez. All right. I think we will. Hawkeye says they're going to be hitting 80% MSG. I don't know. I mean, we played them only at, um, at Milwaukee so far. And, you know, I trust that, you know, role players will not play as well on the road. 
but also there's that thing where people hit a bunch of threes at MSG anyways. So we'll see. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think we're going to end things off here as the Mitch news has kind of put a damper on the conversation a little bit. Um, it kind of, it just sucks because they just had an awesome game. Yeah. They just awesome game after and two awesome games. I thought the Lakers win was awesome too. So it just sucks um, that they, <laughs> they saved, they like saved this. Oh, you're having fun, huh? Fuck you. Gut punch. <laughs> Holy shit. What the King, what the hell are the Kings doing? Yeah, this is, this is a good part. This is the part. Do the Kings need a superstar? <laughs> they gave they gave Damantis a bonus two hundred million dollars. Do they need a superstar? This is Hawkeye's right. I think this is the parlay. Giannis two threes. <laughs> yep. Yep. I know, he, I know he's gonna. He'll miss fucking six free throws and hit three threes. Yep. Wow. He always like cashes at least one pull up three against us. I can see two. Scott. Whatever the line is, take the over. Send him back. <laughs> Get out of my country, Yana. <laughs> Bro. Yeah, I'm going to take Giannis for two threes. That's a good leg. This is what it's like being a Jets fan. One good one, then a kick in the nuts five times over. Actually, I believe it's a kick in the nuts 13 times over right now. Then getting stomped on. Yeah. What good moment do Jets fans have? I guess it's signing the, Aaron Rodgers was the good moment. No, it's the, I haven't said the best one is what? Like, honestly, like the legit best one is back-to-back AFC Championship games. That's so long ago now. It's yeah, I was ten years old when it happened. No, they're they're actually pushing uh, Bills drought territory at this point. That shit is brutal, bro. You know how fucking hard that was. I was like in college watching these games, and it's like it's fucking. I'm like, damn, I guess I just need to drink again today because <laughs> it sucks. 40 seconds of Rodgers' debut, exactly. You got three plays of Aaron Rodgers in a Jets jersey, and then he couldn't hold up anymore. But remember, he's going to be activated this week, so just know. He, the he whole Aaron Rodgers' news cycle was absolutely insane this year. Why did anybody believe that? He was just like, <laughs> he's just like, yeah, no, I'm going to do it. And then he'd like, but then like when people would actually ask him, he'd be like, no, 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 I don't want to put, like, any product, you know, that's just, I'm like, what? Like, dude, he tore his Achilles, and they, like, he's not coming back. And if he is, then he's fucking insane. <laughs> okay, I guess that's the reason you believe it? It just never seemed believable to me. It always seemed like a fucking weird Aaron Rodgers thing. Definitely. Just a way to keep attention on him. Because he's <laughs> a family. Walt Clyde Fraser, the worst part might be the Knicks fan contingent demanding we tank. Yeah, we're a little... Which brings up that great athletic Almighty article. fourth seed. That yeah. great athletic article that talked about why tanking doesn't always work, i.e. look at the Pistons. I just don't know, like... This... Like, even... Like, if you... How are you tanking? Like, so you just... We should trade Hartenstein and then just, like... Have Strip the team down. Yeah, I just, like... I, I don't really... I don't, I don't know how... Strip the team we, down to bare bones. I'm just, like... I just don't understand how you go about doing it right now. Like... <laughs> like I don't know. You'd have to trade like so many dudes off this team and just trade them for absolute dog shit. By yeah. the way, 
<laughs> he will, will prove modern medicine wrong. <laughs> what would have been funnier is if you went out there and then toured again. <laughs> oh, I would laugh. I'm sorry. That'd be hilarious. Remember when we tanked harder than ever and never got a top two pick? <laughs> good times. <laughs> or scream, man, not returning. <laughs> yeah. Um, JKX, do we still see the Knicks as a top six team after this Mitch news? I mean, it, yes. it depends on how they. It, yes, and also it depends on how they bounce back from, like, I guess, like, like, I guess, because, like, you can't, we can't go the whole season with Taj minutes. I love Taj, but he's going to die out there. Speak for yourself, dog. <laughs> I'm trying to see Taj Gibson run the equivalent of the Manhattan to the Brooklyn Bridge on the kill, <laughs> He's trying to kill poor Taj Gibson. He said he was running it for two months, CBI. That man's heart was about to fail in the first half. They probably gave him an IV at halftime. <laughs> they gave that man an IV at halftime. They, they, they gave him dry. They gave him bulk. You saw you saw that splash midi he hit. He's good. <laughs> Yo. Yo, yeah. that first game of heart attack in foul trouble. And Todd's gonna, <laughs> but like see, this is why it matters. Like, like you have to like, like, like Schwinn says, you have to get someone like a Kelly Olynyk to like, you know, buffer this so that way, you know, the Knicks are still a top six team without Mitch. Like, you have to. What? What about? I, I don't know if somebody somebody responded to this to me, and I don't know if they're being joking or not. So the Clippers have Zubac, and then they signed Tice, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What about Mason Plumley when he gets back? I mean, they probably would just play Plumley. I mean, uh, I mean, they're fucking. They've been great. Like that'd be that'd be a weird ass conversation in the locker room. Hey, I'm sorry, I knocked you off in like two months. Mitch ain't gonna be in the locker room, bro. He's gonna be in. No, I'm talking Orleans. about Randall. Was it Randall? Randall, was it Randall? Uh, yeah, yeah, it was Randall. I thought it was. Hey, big. I'm sorry, Andrew. That was so like obviously unintentional. Didn't Randall have another one that like got that people got really upset about? Everything's looked at under a microscope with the Knicks now. We're all dirty from the Knicks. There's definitely some real racist stuff that goes on with Julius's treatment. Um, oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, colorism? Colorism. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, definitely. If, Ju- if Julius was light-skinned, does he get better treatment? Yeah. If Julius was light-skinned, he would have been Tatum. <laughs> <laughs> Every- everybody would be like, oh, my God, he's so cute with this kid. <laughs> oh, my God, Aura. <laughs> but now they're just like, oh my god, Ooga Booga Gorilla. Let's <laughs> Ooga Booga. Sad yeah. state of affairs for our great league. <laughs> to, be, to be fair, like though, Ju- Julius just is so emotional sometimes. You're just like, dude, what is wrong? Exactly. With if he was if he was light skinned and Julius would roast him, like, oh my god, he's, so he's, he's just such a he's such a leader. <laughs> he's so passionate. Mob of mentality. It, no, it's like the that's like what they used to do with Peyton and Tom Brady, right? They like yeah. yell at their teammates, they're like, Oh dude, he just he just fucking wants to win. <laughs> he just fucking yep. wants to win. Odell Beckham, is he a problem? <laughs> <laughs> Terrell oh, Owens. Man. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Guy's a diva. Cooper Cup. <sighs> this is Let's a fair point. To- this is from jail. Playoffs only is a different story, but Mitch is already gonna be out till damn near March. Really doesn't make change much for the regular season. Yeah, I think that's fair. Um, but I think this this also just confirms them. Th- there's no way they can just like they have to bring in another center. 
Like they can't, they really can't be like, yeah, no, we're just good with Sims and Taj. Like, I'm sorry. And I, I, I actually think Sims as a backup would do a lot better than he's been doing with the starters. But like, even then, if you want to be a serious playoff team, I think you need to upgrade there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they could also like use Sims salary for a trade as well. Like, this front office needs to seriously look in the mirror and think about stealing back. No, not gonna happen. Oh, one of our favorite comments. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I think EJ one though has been pretty consistent. He doesn't think this team has good upside and doesn't think we're going anywhere. So I guess that I mean that genuinely would be consistent about the uh Is this Isaiah Jackson of the Pacers? Maybe. Yeah. Can someone explain what's the what's the Mitch news? Um Um, you're gonna be a Nick soon, I guess. <laughs> Well, I know details with injury from Big Chino. I, I have no idea. I wish I could tell you. Well, I, the Knicks are just weird with injuries, so I don't. It's like a black box. They're, you're not going to get anything out of that thing. Yeah, but assuming it's like a ankle fracture, maybe or some shit like that. Maybe a Jones fracture. That's a that's a foot though. Uh, yeah, that's a foot. But yeah, it's probably some ankle fracture or some shit. Sam trying to chat that he knew anatomy. All right. I never said I knew anatomy. Said Just trying Jones, to... said Jones fractured dog. Come on. Dog, I know it's somewhere near the <clears throat> fucking foot ankle area. Somewhere say, down there. Next. <laughs> um Chris Bernard says the front office scales it back. People bitch about the wasted years. If they keep going, they'll bitch about that they weren't good enough. No one can ever be happy. Yeah, you can never please everyone. So, you know, you just got to focus on, I think the front office just has to focus on, you know, their plan. Um, yeah, I don't know if I buy this. Hartenstein going to play his way to a deal we cannot afford this summer. Like, this market for bigs, I feel like those mar- those deals are pretty much set. Like, I mean, look, maybe he plays at such an incredible level. Some teams be like, "Holy shit, we got to fucking sign this guy." But starting centers, like, I mean, I'm genuine question. Like, do you think Hartenstein is 100 percent better than Onyeka Okongwu? And do you think that's a consensus opinion among front execs? Because Okongwu got what, like, four years, sixty? Yeah, if I remember correctly. Mitch got four years, sixty. Um. I guess Pirtle will be the top end, four years, 80. I don't see him getting a Pirtle contract. There's also, like, no money in free agency. Like, how many teams realistically are going to be willing to pay for a starting center right now and can afford a starting center? Not a lot. Like, I think the Knicks will keep Hardenstein because, like, who, who, where's the starting center spot? In the league, realistically, where's the starting center spot? There is. I don't. I, they have early bird rights on them. They should be able to afford him for what? Yeah, like they can give him like up to like sixteen million, so they're fine. And that's just the starting salary for the first year, obviously. Yeah. But like all the teams oh, I, that might be supportive, EJ one Hartenstein will get exposed in a playoff series. If he's starting. He literally was our best center in a playoff series last fucking year, and he played a shit ton of minutes against the Heat. So like, I I don't know what is this whole like exposing thing. What's gonna happen? What is what is going to be exposed about his AR inside of the playoffs? Please explain that to me. I would love. Are we going to find out that he can't shoot threes? Actually, <laughs> like what what is going to be exposed about him? I'd love to know it. I, I I don't know. I feel like he's pretty stable about the things he does. 
yeah. We're, we're, oh, is he going to make one play every single game that you're like, are you fucking dumb? Probably. Yeah, we already knew that. He does that every game. I, I don't know what's going to get exposed about him in a playoff series. I think what would probably get exposed is that the Knicks don't have a good backup center anymore, which, yeah, that's what would get exposed. I don't, I don't, I don't really get that one. Jared Wilson's uh, playoff minutes, man. Oh, yeah. oh. <laughs> so I don't know. Anyway, um, we'll say. I mean, look, we're gonna. We, you know, so who asked it earlier before we got the news um, that Mitch was out for the season? I forgot who it was. Uh, I don't. I'm not gonna scroll up right now. But we talked about it earlier about Hartenstein. You know, maybe he opens up the offense, and or like he didn't even really say that. He just mentioned like, hey, you know, watching us play, maybe Hartenstein should start. Um, I, we'll we'll have a pretty interesting. We'll have a large sample by the end of the season, anyway. Assuming knock on wood, shit, wherever uh, that nobody else gets injured. But we'll have a large sample of Randall with Hartenstein and that starting lineup with Hartenstein probably. So. I'd be very curious to see how that plays out. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. I think now here's a good place to end things. Um, shout out to everyone that came through. Shout out to everyone that's still here. 52 plus people. Make sure you guys leave a like and subscribe on our way to 1K subs. We'll be back on Saturday. Um, I probably won't be here. I'll be uh, probably on a flight to Florida with my parents so there's that congratulations to sam yet again i'm going on vacation with my family for christmas so a blooded oh. family we love it no no um but yeah um make sure you guys tune in on saturday after the knicks first play the bucks um make sure you check out all the links in the description um yeah peace Our house is a mess. Come on in. I'm Amber Wallen, internet comedian, plant queen, and host of your new favorite podcast, Fly on the Wild. Okay, that's pretty presumptuous to assume that this is going to be their favorite podcast, by the way. Like, come on, Amber. Anyway, that wasp that you just heard interrupt me is my husband. And co-host, Benjamin Wallen, also a comedian, and I host people at our home. I have a great wine collection in my cellar. Well, you mean cellar. the mini fridge. It's a mini fridge. It's a mini yeah. fridge. New episodes of Fly on the Wallen drop every Wednesday. Listen in as we discuss relationships, books, and keeping our sweet baby kid alive while we make laughs on the internet. Subscribe to Fly on the Wallen wherever you get your podcast. Yes.